So there's a, an expression in English, for all of you who aren't English, native English speakers, uh, but it's a, an expression that even as a child I never really understood. Uh, the expression is, you can't have your cake and eat it. Right? You can't have your cake and eat it. Now, I never really understood what that meant until, I don't know when, about six years ago, I suppose, maybe less, uh, where the, the, the idea of the expression is, you can't keep your cake and eat it. You can't have both. You can't have the cake in the fridge and in your stomach. It can't be in both. You can't preserve the thing and consume the thing. If you consume it, then it's gone. Like, you eat your cake, then it's no more cake. there's no more cake. Okay? So this is this idea that, that you can't, you can't have everything your own way, or you can't have everything. You can't have everything. And this is like, this is the human experience. You know, you go into any sort of classy restaurant like Supermax or McDonald's, and you look at the menu, and you might be starving, absolutely starving. And you, when you walk in, like, you just, you, what you want to say to the cashier is, I'll have everything. I'll just have everything, you know? But then after, you know, one burger or a burger and fries and chicken dippers and that you're actually you're actually done if someone arrived with, a, with an, an enormous fantastic pizza at that point you'd be like I'm I'm actually I'm actually done I'm good I can't I'm I'm actually I'm fine and this is uh, this is like in ordinary things this is our human experience no matter how much money or power or influence or whatever we have uh, every yes to something is a no to numerous other things so every time you choose something you're saying no to the other options. If you choose to eat a pizza, then chances are you're not going to eat a full Big Mac meal as well, uh, or vice versa. If you choose to marry one person, you're choosing not to marry everybody else on the planet. Even if you're Muslim and you choose to marry these four or five women, you're still choosing not to marry the other uh, 3.9 billion women on the face of the planet. So there's, there's still every yes to something requires a no to others. When you're choosing your, con your college course, every time you choose something, you're choosing to say no to all these other options. That's part of uh, our human experience. It's also part of the difficulty that young people today have in making a decision. Because saying yes to something requires saying no to others, and they don't want to say no to anything because they don't want to miss out. They are suffering from what I believe the scientific term is FOMO. FOMO. Fear of missing out. Like just a fear of making a decision that would then require them to, to stick with something requiring them to say no to other things. You know, so they just want to, want to have everything but you can't have. You can't have everything. You can't. You can't have everything. So in our, in our lives there's always going to be an element of of, of choosing good things, hopefully, and choosing and losing. Choosing and losing. We choose certain things, and because of that, we lose other options. But that's, that's not necessarily bad. You know, when, again, when you, you, when you choose to love someone, you love them, you get married, you, you don't miss the fact that you can't marry anybody else. You're already in love. When you choose your, your vocation, you choose to be, to, 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 to be a priest, and that's you give your heart to, to, to God, you wouldn't have it any other way. You know, when you're already full in the restaurant, it doesn't actually bother you that you can't have a pizza as well. I'm actually okay. I'm actually, I'm actually satisfied. In, we'll, be, we'll be reading St. Paul's letter to the Romans until Thursday. And that is, I love this first line. I think that what we suffer in this life can never be compared to the glory as yet unrevealed which is waiting for us. 
The whole of creation is eagerly waiting for God to reveal his sons. I think that what we suffer in this life can never be compared to the glory as yet unrevealed that is waiting for us. Very easy line to say, very easy thing to say, that whatever we suffer in this life, it's nothing in comparison to heaven. Again, it's very, very easy to say. Not so easy to say when you're in a dungeon or in a concentration camp or you've been diagnosed with leukemia or your husband just left you or you've just lost a child. Not easy to say. But this is, this is our faith. And there's real heartfelt, profound consolation in that. What we suffer in this life can never be compared to the glory of heaven. So suffering is always going to be part of, of our human experience to, to greater and lesser degrees. Every time we say no to something, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a certain amount of suffering in it. But when we choose with all of our heart to follow the Lord in his path, you know, when the dust settles, like your, your heart is full. Your heart is full. You've chosen him. You've chosen our vocation. You've chosen your, your, your husband, wife, children, job, wherever it is. And that's then where we, where we can become the saints God's calling us to be. So the experience of, of saying no may cost us something. Only in the short term, though. The Lord knows what he's doing. And all of these hidden sacrifices, like think, think of what the, how the saints lived, the hidden sacrifices of being misunderstood, the hidden sacrifices of having maybe, if, if it was a, a Saint Faustina, uh, having her, her sisters speak badly about her, religious sisters speak badly about her and doubt her, and uh, all of this kind of thing, all these little hidden, hidden sacrifices, hidden sufferings. But then in heaven, all of that is transformed. Everything that was carried out of love is transformed. And the glory of heaven and the glory of those actions offered to him never ceases. It's quite the, quite the miracle. And this is what we can be part of. So today, whatever our crosses are, whatever our, our, our challenges are, anything from mental, physical, spiritual, uh, whatever is going on. Lord, we ask you for the grace to, to carry them with love, that they may be transformed. Because what we suffer in this life can never be compared to the glory as yet unrevealed that is waiting for us.